Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world, from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart so desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In this episode, I'm going to talk about an artist who was one of the most versatile female artists back in the day. And though she did predominantly cover songs, she really left an undoubtable, left an acclaim to make on of that. She was very versatile, you know, and I, I, I think about her quite often, especially when I think about Christina Aguilera, who came after her because they're both of Mexican heritage. And I think I always say it, if Aguilera could have patterned herself after someone, this was the artist to pattern herself of because not only sharing cultural, but also versatility. And though Aguilera has incredible voice, I always said that this particular artist had a very distinctive voice, but she also just was so versatile. Like, she could just go through so many different styles and just connect. And you sit there and you listen to the songs and they just, like, really take a life of their own. But it also reminds me of what I always feel. Anybody who asks me personally in real life, the 70s was the golden age, I always say, because you could go deep with male artists, female artists, bands, groups. It just was just so much talent. And, you know, you just were spoiled, rotten with that kind of greatness. So, you know, but this artist, she definitely, she might not have been, she wrote a few songs, but it was just the fact that her instrumentals of voice transcended so many songs that you just identify her with the songs. I mean, and then after a while, you know, it really doesn't matter. It's one of the most overrated things because if you go a, a solid songstress, a song person who can sing, a stylist, that is an incredible talent in itself. Everybody wants you to sing their songs. Not just because they're trying to get paid, but because you just got the skills. And she definitely had the skills. The artist I am talking about is Linda Ronstadt. And one of the songs I definitely dug by her is Lovers of Rose. I really like the country feel, the vibe of it. This is the thing about her. She could do different variations of different songs and then just make them her own. You know, and it didn't really even, after a while, it became just like second nature that she was just that good to take these songs and just to enhance and go where she wanted to go. And I just was like really, really in awe of the fact that she was able to do that. And I just think that that's just a testament to her talent and her depth as an artist. And I just thought, wow, you know, just able to do that. And she really understood that. And there have been a lot of great cover artists. However, one thing I said about Linda Ronstadt is that she did them in such a way that they only just enhanced her voice and they gave them a whole different light. So if you're going to do something like that, that's like you're able to take yourself to a whole different level. So that's just incredible. And that's really mind-blowing. Um, the next cut that I dug by her is Blue Bayou. And um, it's a Roy Orbison song. And she really put something on that song. I really like the way she sung the song. I really like the vibe of it. I like the passion and the feel that she did towards it. It was just really, um, you know, one of them songs that you just, you feel the message, you feel the energy, you know, it's just a really, uh, a depth and a manner to what she did. Again, you know, just understanding how to handle material and leaving a lasting impact on a mark with that. And that's one of the things that she was so able to do. You know, you want artists that are able to be versatile and to enhance what they're doing and how they reach you. And then you just feel um, the magnitude of them. And I just think that's one of her strengths that she's able to do. She's really able to get that out there and, you know, just hit you 
with that energy, you know, just... So I just thought that that was really, you know, one of them songs that you just was definitely going to be feeling. So that was tight. Her next song that I dug by her was Tracks of My Tears. It was a cover of The Miracles of Smokey Robinson. And she did a pretty good job with this cut. She could definitely harmonize, you know. That's the thing about Linda Ross, that she could balance her tempo. She didn't over-sing. She didn't under-sing. She could definitely give you a nice balance. And she do it in such a way that you could definitely feel the energy. So I definitely thought that that was really one of those songs that just definitely, you know, just hit the spot, you know. And it just was really one of those songs that you could just feel her energy, you know. And I was just like, you know, she was able to conjure up and you just were reflective of where she was going as an artist. So that was just definitely one of them songs that, you know, you just definitely... Could, could vibe with and that you know and she un- and she definitely put something there so that was really tight the next song I dug by her and it's one of a couple songs she did as a cover of Buddy Holly was It's So Easy and she took his version and made it more rock pop and y'all remember so when Buddy Holly dropped his it was popular with pop and R&B Buddy Holly was big on the R&B charts so a lot of people might be crack up when I say that but look it up Google let Google be your friend but she really just added a lightness to it. You know, and her voice and reflections, emotions of it just made the song lighter, easier. You know, she just had a, a bubbly way of just singing it. And it was just like one of them songs that just fit like a glove for her. So, you know, when you heard it, you were like, wow, she was able to just pull it off and rock it out. And it really complimented what she was doing. Again, you know, when you listen to her music, one of the most underrated, versatile artist performers you're gonna hear, and when you hear her, you're gonna be like, "Wow, she did that!" And she, she, she made it. She made it to feel something. So that was tight. The next cut that I dug by her is "That'll Be the Day." That was another Buddy Holly cut. This one got her a Grammy, and she gave it. She gave it a certain tone and a feel, and she just always understood the harmony. You know, again, when you listen to her, you hear in harmony. You're looking for that balance. And she wasn't too harsh. She had an even keel tone, which made her really, really float real nicely on these songs. And again, they just took a life of their own. And it was just like really not super delicate, but not, but just what you needed. You know, it was just like really what you wanted to hear. And it just was really um, one of them songs that it just really hit. And it complimented her range again, so that was a really tight cut. The next cut that I dug by her is Adios. And it was really smooth. It was a part of the way she was leaving home and the way she was talking about it. It was like one of them songs that I'm on my own, finding my way. And you could just definitely get the sense of where she was going as an artist. Um, definitely felt the vibe and the tone that honest, that pureness in her voice. I mean, that's the thing about it. She has one of the best breathing control tempo timings that you'll appreciate. And again, just really enrichment and really just really one of them songs that you're just going to feel. So I always dug the way she did that song. And I always thought that song was really cool. The next cut that I dug was Just One Look. And this song has been used and sent by a lot of people, but... She just really just nailed this song. She just really had a certain attitude, certain vibe. 
I can definitely see her influence on a lot of artists that were trying to, you know, be versatile with the artistry and their music. But she was able to pull it off, and she and she had enough edge that rock heads could appreciate her, pop heads could appreciate her, and once in a while, dull contemporary. And if you, you know, and you got, and like everybody else was kind of like getting in on it too, because it's like, okay, she really showing versatile ways and the song just had the right kind of bite, but it was cool. You know, she just really had a cool demeanor with her voice and how she presented the song. So that was definitely one of those cuts. And the next cut that I dug a whole lot by her, which had a soulful vibe, was You're No Good, which was another cover. And she really put something on this song. This is about as groove-oriented as she got, but she put something on You're No Good. Dug her vocals on it, dug the groove. You know, I'm a firm believer she had it done a straight R&B record, she could have pulled it off. I mean, she really just was a really versatile artist. And it gets taken for granted. We might hold the fact that she didn't write my songs or this or that, but I'm going to tell you something. If you're a songstress, if you can do different styles, you're already one. And you put yourself in the game against almost anybody. And she definitely showcased that where she definitely showcased that she belonged. And I really like You're No Good. That was the cut. But my favorite Linda Ronstadt song, without a doubt, is Hurt So Good. Hurt So Bad, my fault. Hurt So Bad. Hurt So Bad because it was the rocker, was the roller, but it was the depth and honesty. And the way she sung with such conviction and such depth, it was just really powerful. And I always dug the way she sung this song. I thought Hurt So Bad was got to be my top song by her. I love the production on it, and I like the emotion that she displayed on it. I just thought that was like really earnest and honest type of feel song. Again, when you hear her singing and you listen to the different styles she sung over the years, you have to appreciate her, her talent, her versatility, and her range. And she showcased it all. Wash your hands. Keep your mind clear. Watch out for another. And uh, please feel free to tell me your favorite Linda Ronstadt songs, uh, albums, live performances, videos, or albums. Just because a song or album is older does not mean you can't find something new in it. Because Linda Ronstadt covered a lot of ground. And she inspired a lot of artists. Keep it funky. Keep it on the one. Be safe out there. Be careful out there. If you get a chance, peep all Linda Ronstadt's various albums, various projects, soundtracks, Spanish language albums, different things, because you're going to hear a very versatile artist. Till next time, peace. Mm-hmm.